it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast, where like every week, we're going to discuss lead-painted toys. Should we have been giving them out for Christmas, or do you kind of think it's time to phase them out? I think the phasing should have happened roughly 20 to 30 years ago, but... It is some high-quality paint, so, I mean, we can't really fault them for bringing it back, right? My question is, why put lead in paint in the first place? You know, know those are questions I'll have to research, so instead what we'll do is we'll talk about Marvel stuff, our namesake today, um, which kind of makes a little more sense if you think about it. Yeah. Obviously, you guys, we love Spider-Man. Spider-Man came out. It was a ton of fun. All of last week, we did Spider-Man week with all kinds of different breakdowns from deep emotional things to just reviewing movies to looking forward to the future. So go back, listen to all that stuff. Listen to our review, you know, like subscribe, share the movies. Five been gangbusters. Five uh, episodes last week, spider week. Go check it out. Cause it was a lot of work. A lot, it was a lot of fun and we had fun oh, but today. So you didn't get to talk about it last week. Cause we kind of thought it made sense to, to give Spider-Man its own week. We're going to break down both of the final two episodes of Hawkeye. Um, yep. The finale and the penultimate. It was fun. I went back and rewatched a little bit, so I would refresh my memory because it feels like it's been a lifetime since episode five of Hawkeye. And uh, we're glad to chat about it. Uh, where we left off, if you guys don't remember all the way back at the end of episode four, Yelena had just shown up. They had just met Yelena. Um, we had just gotten in a fight over this watch. Hawkeye and uh, Hawkeye and Kate kind of had to had to split ways a little bit. They broke they, up. They broke up, if you will. And uh, it's all super sad. We uh, we get a little, little view of uh, Kate's mom is not the worst. Jack yeah, maybe she is turned the worst. in Jack, her fiance, because uh, she thought it was a villain. Good. Yeah, exactly. We turned in Jack. So everything seems to be on the up and up, except that our, our heroes have broken up in classic hero trope way. And we get to jump back into this episode, and it was okay. It was an okay episode to kind of set I us up. love Yelena. <laughs> that is that is my review of this episode. She's just awesome. I'm just, glad that she's getting more screen time. When she first popped in, I was like, hi. I was like, I love you so much. <laughs> yep. And she made me. calling her Kate Bishop. <laughs> she power moves only. Gave her, just recited her entire uh, history and resume and everything. It was pretty cool. Yeah, a large Classic chunk of this spy. episode is just that giant, long talking scene. But there's there's things that happen within the talking Over scene that are, that are almost worth mentioning, including the mac and cheese. With the hot uh, sauce. The hot sauce. The hot sauce, which apparently is a fun, there's a fun background uh, to that episode that Yelena, Florence Pugh just likes hot sauce and really wanted to put hot sauce on her mac and cheese. Um, okay, but apparently... Haley Seinfeld does not, so it organically happened that they actually waited for each other to finish their mac and cheese. That's super so, funny. Which is super funny. It's also apparently true that they actually did only have one fork on set, and they oh my God. couldn't quite find one. So <laughs> just they were like, oh, yeah, a bunch of plastic ones. And like, nah, we'll just. So apparently there's a fun backstory to that. But even within the episode, it's fun. It's funny. It's, it's great. It plays on this whole, like, you know. Oh, you know, we're definitely, we're not really enemies. So even though I'm trying to kill your friend, we, we can still be buddy, buddy, which was a, a fun, long talk. It's mostly, you know, trying to convince Kate Bishop that Hawkeye's not really as great as he seems. He's kind of a jerk. And obviously Kate Bishop's trying to do the opposite and convince her that, yeah, Hawkeye is great. Um, is there anything, I don't know if there's anything to glean from it other than just fun. I just thought it was fun interaction. Yeah, I mean, it was classic spy stuff. It wasn't anything really worth note. But, I mean, obviously, she did her research on Kate. So, good for her. Did exactly what a spy should do. Proves she's good at her job. No one's really surprised there. I like that it establishes that, you know, that Elaine is, is of, a, of another tier 
than, than Kay Bishop at this point. Yeah. We get, to, we get to see Kay Bishop doing a lot of cool things, but she's still not quite to the level needed to be an Avenger yet. Yeah. She this wasn't raised as an assassin, so that makes a, that makes a difference. <laughs> she was raised doing karate and martial arts and archery, but yeah, that's not the same as being a trained killer by the time you can, you know, ride a bike or whatever. Yep. So I don't know if there's anything else to glean from this episode. It's funny moments, funny interactions. Like I like, I like the whole, like, you know, yeah, I would, you'd already be dead uh, if you had walked in or wanted to say anything. And I liked, instead, which is, yeah. I liked um, when they were talking, when Elena revealed that she was Natasha's sister, that oh, I uh, forgot that, yeah. You got to see, like, that part of Elena come out in that conversation that she's like, my sister's gone because of him. And, like, is she collateral damage? Because Elena doesn't have the full story. Um, but even with so few words, she was able to pack enough of a punch to get Kate Bishop to understand why she thought the way she did. And there was no way that Kate could convince Elena or Elena convince Kate of to see the other's viewpoint. Right. But it was enough information for Kate to understand where she was coming from without like fully comprehending everything, but she got enough information to know what was going on. And I felt like it was a really powerful way to do that. Yeah. That's part of the break, you know, the superheroes breaking apart is you have to have that little, those moments of doubt in. So that way when they reconnect, they have a deeper connection. Um, so yeah, it was pretty good. The most fun part is obviously the friendship that they had together. And then I love their banter, the way they bounce Hawkeye off each other. This- Hawkeye in this episode was cool too. I mean, he put yeah, the outfit was, back on. There so was more was things going on in this episode. <laughs> Included another fun call to his wife, who uh, yep. continues to be of an intrigue, and it obviously gets revealed later on uh, why that intrigue. But you know, that I you, called two episodes ago, three episodes ago. I take my indeed. credit, but we'll talk about it later. But yeah, I mean, this episode, this episode five, kind of is is rolling towards that even more. It gets more like. She seems to understand what's happening and why it's happening, what's going to happen. Right. Um, also, yeah. I would like to acknowledge that I called Eleanor Bishop, uh, having hired Kate, uh, Yelena. You did. You did. You did. That also gets revealed. That got, re- no, that got revealed right? at the end of this episode. episode so I five. guess that's that's fair mm-hmm. to talk about. Yeah, episode but, five. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, well, we can just talk about uh, Hawkeye put on their own identity and went and had a interaction with Echo and her crew. That was a fun scene. There was the fun. Like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. You, you can shoot that however you want because he just gets to disappear around places, which is always fun. You get a very John Wick feel to it. Very yeah, sort of sort of cool fight. Obviously, uh, it seems to be lost to Echo a little bit. Yeah, maybe out of just because he was not wanting to be a danger to her. But then Kate saves the day, and he gets to reveal to her that obviously her boss is part of why her dad is dead and it's not necessarily just Ronan's fault. Also well, her like... friend, brother, translator guy was yeah. uh, very much involved in the death of her father. Oh, which totally. was definitely important in um, the emotional arc. I, because of how amazing a fighter she is, I keep forgetting that Maya is deaf. And specifically with that Ronan scene, because like he's taking out all the guys that she has stationed around as like backup and they're all hiding so she doesn't necessarily see them but she still knows that they're getting taken out and she can't hear what's going on so she's just that that perceptive and that just blew my mind again no it was cool watching her just like stand in the middle and be like something's happening but i don't know what it is and like realizing oh yeah that's right because she's deaf she wouldn't she wouldn't be able to to adjust as quickly which makes it a fun scene and obviously we get to see ronan be ronan again i think was I hope yeah. we're never going to get to see the prequel. We're never going to get to see him full Ronin. Right. This is the best we're ever going to get. Josh, was it uh, was it good enough for you, the big Ronin fan? I mean, it was okay. It was better in uh, Infinity War. His Ronin story arc in that movie was at least cooler looking. But the show did get to explore at least one or two of his assassin adventures, if you will. And it was, it was fine. I don't know. I mean, I... I not bummed about it because obviously he's not going to go back to being Ronan because he got his family back. So it's it developed exactly how I thought it would. Yeah, and it's always going to be a Disney uh, PG you know sort of thing. So he was never going to get to be the Ronan from the comic books where he's just out actually murking people and we get to see the cool stuff. But this scene I thought was is good enough. 
It was yeah, good enough. Got him back where he needed to be. Uh, obviously, we talked about all the, the reveals. The reveal that the second in command was kind of part of it. The reveal of Kingpin. The reveal of the mom. Um, which reveal kind of you think was more impactful? What was more interesting? Go the way I we mean, want. I can't just... I mean, obviously, I was just pumped to see Kingpin. I, we all knew he was coming since episode one or two or whatever it was, but... Him getting confirmed on the cell phone. I'm like, okay, we're we're in business now. This is gonna be awesome. And like I've said in previous episodes, I've been rewatching Netflix's Daredevil, and I just watched an episode last night. And I, I do have some notes about the differences between the two characters mm-hmm. in the next episode. But in this one, cool review or reveal, excuse me, very cool to watch. I enjoyed it. And the other ones were also fun storytelling. But I was just pumped to see Kingpin. Yeah, I was okay. Let me go first. Oh, I was, I was surprised that um, Eleanor was like that deep into it. Like we all like suspected she was like in on some stuff, but I guess I didn't. I never anticipated her being that into it. Yeah, me either. Did it so well. I love when there's three choices for what was the best reveal, and we all have different answers. It's oh, really? so perfect because I thought the most cool part was actually um, just this idea that Echo was being betrayed by her friend. And uh, that's how they're going to set her up. It's an easy redemption at that point. It's like it sets it up like very easy for her to redeem and to kind of get to set off on her own superhero adventure. So I thought it was clever story. I thought it was, it was the right decision. You don't have to now have her, you know, be a weird sacrifice to redeem herself. She can just... This makes sense. She got betrayed. Now she gets to have her own different stuff. So I thought that was cool. Um, I liked all three reveals. Obviously, I, like we said, I I believed Ray when she thought the mom was going to be in on it. I'm glad that the mom was in on it. I've been saying she sucked from the beginning. Um, maybe it wasn't yeah. because she. I said it was because she was just not acting well. I mean, just but, something about a rich lady. I mean, as soon as you give someone enough money in a show like this, you're like, okay. I don't a know rich white lady will betray you every time. Every time. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> it's a lesson we've all learned, too. No? Yeah, there's, a, there's some okay ones. We don't want to paint with broad strokes. But if there was one to be painted, uh, that's, that's a good one. That's a narrow in on there. But yeah, it was, she sucked and it, it was good to see that she was in on it. And of course, in the next episode, we find even more uh, about this. The only thing about this episode, and it's hard to talk about now because we've not seen episode six, but I thought this episode at least like was set up what we were going to see well. If we had, yeah, we knew Maya was going to turn her back against these people. We knew the mom stuff was going to get revealed. And we knew Kate and and Hawkeye were getting back. They got to back together at the end of this episode. Yeah, because she saved him. Yeah, because she saved him in that fight against Echo. And that was kind of, okay, well, we're partners again. And then that's exactly what's said in the next episode. So, cool stuff. This episode, I, I'm I'm pretty glad that we're doing it this way. Where we're talking about five and six in the same episode. Because I don't know if there was enough in five to do a full entertaining episode. So, uh, we well, were entertaining. We could have talked about lead paint for hours, really. That's true. Yeah, honestly. Easy stuff. But, yeah, again, let's... Let's move on to the, to the next episode because the episode is far more interesting, uh, yes. a lot more cool action, a lot more cool storytelling. I can't, for the life of me, tell you what order all the things happen in, but I do know that they, they get to go to the LARPing uh, hotel for their for their base of operations to set up. Yep. I thought that part was cool. Um, the trick arrow setting up was cool. There's a lot of cool setup, uh, I think. I really appreciate Kate labeling the arrows because that yep. comment was made in one of the early no, episodes. No. Um, it gave me some Home Alone vibes. I don't know why. I think yeah. it's just because it's a Christmas movie, but it just, like Christmas the whole setup, like the, getting ready like, for the villains. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, cool. I get that. Did, you, did anyone like connect any dots later in the episode? The like, guy, ah, I remember when they made that arrow, or was the action just too much and we forgot? I mean, I'd noticed when I was like, okay, this arrow would at least once or twice out of the arrows that they labeled, I was like, this would be a good spot for this arrow. And then it happened. I was like, nice. That's Some of those cool. arrows came in clutch. Uh, yeah, I like that. We we know that the the whole plot they put together, I thought was cool. The whole like going to the dinner party, yeah, it was a smart little, little plan they had in the reveal that all the LARPers were planted waiters around. 
I thought was cool. It was a good yeah. growing moment because he gets to like point out to Kay, like, this is how you do things. You, mm-hmm. you don't know what's wrong or what's good kind of stuff. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, might as well just talk about the invasion then. The uh, jumpsuit gang and Kingpin's guard and whoever else all invades this party. Yelena's also there trying to kill <laughs> Hawkeye. It was, there was a lot of people at that party. Ton of people there. The, well, let's start with the jumpsuit gang. Uh, in tracksuit mafia. Tracksuit, tracksuit mafia. mafia. Oh, thank <laughs> you so much. I was gonna. I was like, it's not a jumpsuit. Why do I? Okay, no, tracksuit mafia. I know. I blame you. They <laughs> continued to be absolute just donguses of the most hung highest dong. Just yeah, it was they're, terrible. They're so bad at everything they do. But I, they're, they're so they're bad and they're cheesy, but they're they're fun. I like to watch them. They're they're cheesy, but in a good way. Like it's not like I'm sick of them. Like they're fun to watch, and well, I think bro, bro. bro. I I really loved um, getting a Marvel story that wasn't like Avengers level stakes. Like they weren't trying to save the world. Nice. Like it was a local mob. Like yes, there could be bigger ramifications. But they're not trying to save the universe or the multiverse. They're just trying to make it home for Christmas. And I really loved a low stakes story. <laughs> it was really nice. Yeah, they definitely feel low stakes. I mean, there was a lot of them just getting beat up by anybody that walked around them. Just everybody they saw beat them up at any given point. The LARPers beat them up. Jack went to town on them in the oh field that he's... I loved I loved Jack getting a redemption of sorts. So he was yeah. just turned out he's a good guy the whole time. I <laughs> hate Jack. He's very I much a jerk. He's he's full of himself. He's funny though. But that little redemption arc that he had, I was like, okay. I okay. I don't like you, but okay. <laughs> that was a smart move on the writer's part to take just like a literally a Z-list villain from the comics, put him in it, but then just switch it up. It's like, hey, actually, he's not a villain. It's actually he's a just a, like, just a weird guy with a sword who's yep. just out there. <laughs> it's the and, best. And yep. he just puts down all these tracks. Is he killing them with his sword? I, no like, you know, it doesn't seem like it. It seems like it's just, I'll parry you and you'll fall oh, over yeah. when I scratch your shoulders. I, mean, I don't know. Obviously, yeah, it's worth But he went to town on him, which is funny. Like I said, the LARPers all just one they shot have everybody that came like, by just avengers level costumes exactly oh my gosh yes when so they're funny. like okay okay i think it's time they're like we're just ordinary citizens right now they're not listening uh, to and us. then they they come out in these awesome suits and then they're everybody starts me. listening Why to them just dress them as yeah, but they're not in uniform why was that not their backup uniform that's fine it was funny it was much better uh, as LARPers, they get to just... That's LARPer like, logic, man. You're like, hey, they're not listening to us in these outfits. Why don't we go put on the big, the superhero outfits? And in yeah. a scenario like that, in New York, to be like, okay, so maybe heroes will get here. And then they show up and be like, I don't know who this one is, but he seems like, you know, he seems qualified. That's a good point, yeah. This idea that like, oh, yeah, the super, superheroes exist, so it wouldn't be as weird to see these guys running around in weird right. costumes. Well, I guess they're just here to help. We have, What a weird... Our justice system would absolutely fall apart with this scenario. They would have no idea who to charge with what. It would be an absolute nightmare. Of, uh, more of a nightmare than it already is. Yeah, exactly. I would love to watch it's entire. Well, we might get to She-Hulk. We might get a whole show about the legal nonsense of superheroes. Look forward to it. I mean, uh, we're not quite to the news portion, but there's a pretty big, pretty much confirmed thing that Daredevil's going to be in uh, yeah, She-Hulk quite a lot. And he's actually going to suit up. That's the important thing. I'm so excited for She-Hulk. It's not just Murdoch. He's going to get his suit back. So. Wow, um, I did not realize that. when I brought this up that it was actually going to be exciting for people. I love I'm it. excited just because of Tatiana Maslany. I love her. I agree with that. Well, I like Charlie Cox, so there you go. <laughs> that guy's great. <laughs> And I like my shirt, if you guys. So there we go. We all like things. Excellent. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> um, yeah, if you guys watching on the podcast, my shirt's great. Um, as we continue on, well, well not continue on, because this is expanding a lot of things. The other other people who are in play are a little more high-hitting. Yes. The, uh, the second-in-command with this sniper rifle is at least somewhat of a threat. You know, it does the... Does anyone remember his name? Is he memorable enough to get a name? Even a, dude, not even a little uh, bit. I couldn't name him. Neck Tattoo. That's his name. That's exactly I could remember it. 
it's weird. I would be it's like, he's not quite king of the north. He's more like the bishop of the southeast. You know what I mean? That's kind of what he, <laughs> yeah, that's he what it looks like to me. Hairy, okay, but not it's going to bug me now. All right, well, I was going to look it up, and I'm still not going to care when she tells me because he was useless. But it does the whole, you know, the red dot on the glass. Oh, there's a sniper. Everyone get down just in time thing. Yeah, of course. It, it, I liked it how he took a things. he took a tray and like ducked and kind of swung yes, up. Yes, I did like that. Somehow. That was pretty cool. Oh, it's a it cool kicked, move. It kicks things off. Kazi. Nope. See, you literally just said it, it, and I still don't. I, I remembered it before I could find it Googling, so. It's fine. Still don't remember it at all. But it kicks off the whole thing. Uh, Kate's trying to protect her mom. Her mom obviously uh, doesn't stay there because she's off being evil, trying to get away with it, all that good stuff. This is the Yelena-Kate fight throughout all the rooms. Oh, God, that was the most fun. <laughs> I'm just, I, it was like, whatever that. Because it started in the elevator angle. where they just, yeah. where they were just like talking and just trying to hit the button. <laughs> and then she just tree, he does the whole elf thing and hits all the buttons. Oh. Why would you do that? That's so annoying. So annoying. <laughs> I love how like they were complimenting each other as they were fighting. Yeah. And like the yeah. stop making me like you. You, you uh, got to do that cool over the head toss thing. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I love those two so much. Yeah, they, that was the best stuff. Uh, a lot of fighting. There was that weird moment where they just fought through an office building. Yeah, yeah I know. That's what I'm talking video. about. That camera angle was dope. It just, they went through rooms. <laughs> For some reason, I, I don't know if you guys played the Arkham City video game, but there's one where you, you fight mm-hmm. through a train and the whole thing's just, you see one view of you fighting people through the train. That's exactly <laughs> what it reminded me of. Yeah, the, I love the guy at the office chair who just kind of, doesn't Watches. get up at all as they are kicking through doors and stuff. It's, um, it's not my door, I guess. What do I care? And he's also like, he's like, I don't get paid enough to deal with this stuff. Exactly. He's probably like an IT nerd. He's like, this guy, his internet's not connecting because he didn't hook up his ethernet cable. And now I got to sit here and pretend it takes me an hour to fix it. He's like, that's above my <laughs> Got to get that anyway. sweet holiday pay is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Tracksuit Mafia kept showing up in just obnoxious droves of a hundred enemies in a hallway felt like and then just did nothing because they were useless at all yeah moments. that was so funny there was so many of them <laughs> like no one i just i never would have thought there'd be this many of these guys but whatever yeah they did nothing good uh hawkeye finally gets to uh reveal his his sweet what's he reveal the suit down the ice or does he reveal yeah, it when he's on the ice oh kate's gets revealed first in the elevator of course yes yeah. which is which... awesome Elena's um, yeah, like, really. did you plan that? <laughs> oh yeah, did you the, the dress rip off? Yeah. I forgot that that's when that happened. She wrote that is so funny. You know the uh, LARPers helped her out with that. Oh yeah, yeah they they great outfits. They Making look a good. breakaway dress. Does uh yeah? Well, let's continue the episode. Then I'll ask the questions at the end. Um, they go through. He does. They jump off the roof. There's the he lands the, in the tree and then with the Kate owl the tree thing. Perfect reference. Loved it. Well, I'll explain the reference, Ray. They found an owl in the in the New York tree. Was it like last year when they were setting up the giant tree? There was an owl living in it. Well, this is a reference to real life. Real life, yeah. Oh, oh. Well, that's yeah. clever reference thing. That's yeah, last cool. year they found they found an owl like living in the tree that's when they were setting funny. it up. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Here I am thinking like, are they bringing Greek gods into the Marvel universe? Is this <laughs> Athena? <laughs> uh, no, so but when it I just pans it. over and it's the little like. Russian hawk owl looking thing. Okay. Oh my gosh. That's pretty funny. That's that is. That's yeah. So he, he ends up in the tree, which is funny. I also was like the first time I ever like thought about the fact that that tree definitely does have to be like held up by suspension cables. There's no way yeah. a giant tree like that would just stand in the middle of New York. I never thought about that fact before, but man, that was, uh, it was intense. They took down the big tree, which is, uh, a could not have been the safest way for him to get down. There's no, no. way that was. There's that he could definitely have probably climbed his way down somehow. I mean, but he just seemed to refuse to do it though. He just was like, yeah. oh, "I'm just stuck here." I think he was just yeah. trying to figure out what to do next because he did not expect to find himself stuck in a tree. That's yeah, fair. Well, yeah. now he finds himself stuck on the ice. Um, all all hell's broken loose. We said Jack and Jack and the Larpers are taking care of. The, the, the people business. as they yeah. get out of the hotel but then everything seems to descend on the ice uh, into what was a pretty cool action scene do we think i enjoyed it yeah the yeah. it was almost cinematic the way they did camera angles with them getting back to back at one point and covering each other's misses or they'll get a guy sniped up top and they pick the perfect trick arrow to use in that moment it was 
everything you'd want from a character with this type of power, you know, and his, his whole thing is trick arrow. So those two get introduced to a bunch of trick arrows while looking cool. That's what we needed. Yeah. Right, was there any, any trick arrows that really stuck out to you? Like, that was clever. I like that. I don't know in particular. I really did like when they uh, shrunk down the van, uh, how like she just cool. waited there for it to come the like, one. over the hill. Got and a then, Stark uh, arrow too. That was cool. Yes, and the owl just swooped him up. I love yeah. how Kate was like, "Now what? What happens now? What happens to the knife? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I don't know." I think my favorite trick arrow was probably the one that plugs into one guy and then it kind of shoots out shrapnel like a like a yeah. fan just hits the, a bunch um, of dudes. That was probably yeah. one of my favorite. Ones. That was dope. Well, just like the your creativity of like how do we actually make this make sense? They had to like steal everyone's guns. So they did the arc lightning. Yeah. Magnet one. Yes, I love that one. Uh, which you need, otherwise it's like why are they not just all getting shot in the face right now? Uh, yep. <laughs> so that that worked out it was funny that yeah like, again with the jack thing it's like does this mafia ever have guns they all just are running up with bats and just fist yep. to get put down but that scene at least made it a little more sense jumping around the ice it's a cool spot and again i don't know if anyone's ever been there but if you haven't it does look cool the ice rink is smaller than you'd think um but the tree is bigger than you think so interesting all in all it looked good it was fun jumping around yeah, a ton of cool arrows. I can't. I'm trying to think if there's any that we missed that were like really cool. There's some gas ones. And I mean, stuff. the gas ones, the explosion ones, the weird purple goo one. That was another one. There's there's plenty of fun arrows. It was it was just an overall fun sequence of. Events. I really wanted to see a cheesy like boxer glove come out. Boxing glove so arrow. Long. Yeah, they did that in the CW's arrow. They they finally, did. like later in the seasons, they're like, okay, this is what everyone <laughs> wants. So we're gonna do it one time. One time. Boxing <laughs> glove arrow. It's just always funny. It's just so common. Yeah. I was like, maybe a pie would have been funny. That would have been really funny if <laughs> a pie came out of the area. Oh, um, okay, so this scene happens, and then it it kind of breaks into. Was it just? It's really just two sort of scenes happening, right? There's the. Well, there's three. There's three. three there's three because Kate's with her mom. Echo's fighting Kazi, and then uh, Hawkeye and Yelena are fighting. So, all right, someone pick one. Talk about that scene. Go. Go ahead, Ray. Uh, I'll I'll talk about Elena. Um, yeah, I like just aside from the action sequence and everything, the lighting in that scene was really cool. Um, Mm. like with the light coming from the tree and lighting the rank and how a lot of them were like backlit sometimes. Um, I did. I was kind of curious how they were gonna do that when it came time for Elena to like actually be able to get to Hawkeye. Um. I really liked how, like, she was beating the crap out of him and then stopped because she wanted to know what happened and why. Mm -hmm. And she wanted closure. And I was really glad that she did that, not only because it gave him an opportunity to tell her what happened, but also, like, just taking Hawkeye out of it, like, regardless of who it was who was with Natasha when that happened she took the opportunity to get the closure and I really, I really liked that because she knew what she needed and the fact that Clint was her best friend and knew everything and he knew exactly how to get straight to Yelena with that whistle was so cool and like there is nobody on earth who is going to understand the pain that the two of them are going through except for the two of them right and they finally got to connect and they're they don't like part is like exchanging numbers like hey let's stay in touch but like she gets to see that nat had somebody who really cared about her Mm -hmm. with with her this whole time and like she gets to see how torn up he is about it um, and she, he's able to bring her some sense of comfort, but it's also a really cool action sequence. And I really also liked how Hawkeye wasn't fighting back. He was just kind of right. like letting her get it out. And I just think it was a really well done scene. 
We'll yeah. Say. Um. Do, were we surprised that Lady <laughs> Hydra didn't make an appearance in this episode? I mean, we'll get to these other two scenes, but I mean, I was I was a little shocked. I mean, she gets referenced nah, a couple times, fine. but uh, who's that? <clears throat> Lady Hydra, girl with the purple streak in her hair. Recorded, oh, uh, uh, Val. Evil Cap. Yeah, sure. Val. Uh, yeah. Evil Cap. <laughs> well, Ray, I'm glad you went first because you said all the good things about the episode, which are all things I agree with. For the record, again, I'll I'll be the greatest. Why didn't she just uh, talk to him about that and get the closure without trying to kill him first? You That's know? true. She's, all she's pissed. She won't get that anger out. She's, mad. Um, she's a trained assassin. That's how she knows how to get her anger out. Yeah, so she seems like to get some therapy. Like you probably could have accidentally killed him, and then you lost your chance at closure. Unfortunately, I think she's a good enough assassin. She knows how far she can go without killing somebody. Yeah, but Hawkeye's mad old at this point. Yeah, right. <laughs> You can kind of tell no, he's, he's a bit old. It's fine. You have to do it because it's a it's a superhero movie. You have to have the fight scene first, and because it's like you said, it was cool. The fighting back and forth is cool. It's cool to watch Hawkeye just survive and not fight back. I thought it was interesting. The whistle reveal was cool. Um, yep. I didn't even think about that when I was watching. I was like, oh, God, that's smart. Um, it's much better than just saying Martha, which is, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I haven't even seen that movie, and I understood that reference. Good. Good. It's probably not worth uh, watching. I'll just hop in here. So we get the. I'll go. I'll do the Kate scene. So Kate and her mom kind of meet up somehow or another. Essentially, the mother's sitting in a car, and then Kingpin gets his reveal in his red Hawaiian shirt, which apparently has some importance to the comics, which I don't know. So I'll have to do my research. He on looks that. like such a cheesy tourist with that red Hawaiian shirt. I yeah, cannot take I him seriously. Know. Oh, it's apparently it's an important thing though. Well, yeah. the, it, the Hawaiian shirt itself is like a, a niche reference, but the whole white suit. With oh, the color, white suit's always. Oh, the white yeah. suit I wasn't. It was the oh. Hawaiian shirt with oh, the white suit. <laughs> he's done it with his Yeah. Anyway, he he essentially like he confronts Kate's mom, Eleanor, and then Kate steps in, gets to kind of have like duke it out with uh, with Kingpin, and he takes an arrow to the chest and then just breaks the arrow. Yeah. Which... Can someone explain that to me? Yeah, what is I don't what is up a... with Kingpin? Is he like a super soldier? How can he get He's shot a like a couple soldier. inches into the chest and just pff, rush it off like Luke Skywalker on Kray? His powers in quotations, I don't they're kind of weird to explain. He is like unnaturally strong. That's pretty well documented. Yeah. I mean I know I, nothing the, about the character. I can give you the answer from the, from the comics. The idea is that he's like Five to six hundred pounds of just pure, absolute athletic muscle. So the idea would be that he like still looks bad, he could take an arrow because it wouldn't pierce Someone all that muscle. Um, but obviously, it's hard because in the show itself, this guy's not six hundred pounds. He's, I mean, you know, he's maybe, probably packing two eighty three bills, but yeah, yeah. So it's it's hard to portray a six hundred pound pure muscular man because uh, they don't exist in reality. He doesn't have any superpowers. But I think we're supposed to. Suspend belief that he's bigger than he looks in the screen. Yeah, and he's just unnaturally strong. Yeah, it's not necessary. It's not to the point of a superpower. Yeah, my, my wife had the same question when we were watching. I was like, I don't know. He doesn't I mean, really have powers, but they might it's, reveal that he does. They might some have point. something like that. But anyway, they have their little duke out, and uh, I loved the thing where she shot. I don't know why she shot the like zipline arrow at him. That was a confusing thing to me. But he essentially grabs the zipline, rips her towards him, does a clothesline. I think she was just grabbing arrows because she kind of panicked Might a little bit after well, yeah, uh, when you he got pierced with an arrow, arrow and guy. did nothing. Yeah. Um, the thing that didn't make a lot of sense right at that point, though, is somehow the mother managed to get in the front seat of the, ca- the cab or car, drive in like a circle, and then get a different angle on Kingpin all within the three seconds of the two fighting. But whatever precision drive team right there she's i guess but she she smashes kingpin through a wall into a little store and good stuff happened from there fao schwartz (laughs) you can hear the piano (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so they 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 kind of make their way into the into the shop and they start fighting uh fun fight did you guys enjoy that i i thought it was cool i thought there were certain things that i thought the fact that he was ragdolling her around was cool like you said that's different than the the daredevil one so Feel free to yeah. hit on kind of the differences there, but yeah. So I, yeah, I did want to touch on that. You can tell that he had to decrease his rating from R to PG thirteen just watching this show because the brutality he has in his fighting technique in Daredevil 
is not really displayed in this whole fight sequence. They kind of write it off in the way of, like he doesn't want to beat on this girl, but like realistically, I don't think it would have stopped him if this was a rated R Marvel show. He probably would have tuned her up just like any other character. But he breaks her arrows and then she has to get creative. She shoots that weird electric spider web thing to block him from going through there. And that lots was of... a cool that was a cool trick arrow. Yes, I enjoyed that one. And the, the arc arrow coming back to trigger all the other arrows, um, which eventually led to the giant explosion. That yep, that was cool. Uh glad that he's not dead. I mean, we're gonna talk about Echo's scene with him a little later, but that scene was exactly what it was supposed to be. Uh pretty fun one-on-one fight between our not our titular character but pretty much our primary character in this show well i think it implies at the end that she is that she is the titular Mm -hmm. character yeah Uh, so yeah it was fun to fight seeing her little coming to growing up moment right after he's knocked out with all the arrows that explode then turns out she turned her mother in which interesting interesting for sure it makes a lot of sense a hero would do something like that but also it's your mother and they raised you. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I do have a question for you guys that I, I was, I've been thinking about since the episode, what level of crime did you, a family member have to commit before you turn them in? Like, what, at what point are you like, you know what? You probably went too far. I would love well, to, to, to yeah, help you out. But running a criminal empire and murdering someone all put together. Kind of. Yeah. Kate that's was a no brainer. Right <laughs> that, you can still care about them, but I'm turning them in. Well, that one, I feel like that's an easy one. But what about like, you know, let's say they robbed a bank and they came home with a bunch of money. Would you turn your brother in then? No. No. Hell no. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) I would. Well, I wouldn't. I would make them. I I, I wouldn't be an accomplice. I would look them in the eye and say, put that thing back where it came from or so help me. So help me. So help me. And. If they didn't, then like I'd give them time to like go make it right. And if oh, they my... didn't, I'd be like, "Screw you! You're you're getting the no. cops called." My brother Zero just walked in. I want him to know if he ever robs a bank that I will certainly turn him in. Like if I get away, you should let me go. Yeah, he Well, that's one opinion. I don't know that I would. Yeah, I think anything that becomes a uh, a crime that is danger to other people is probably where my line is. danger to money. Just a danger to money, he says. Well, and the poor bank employees. I guess if yeah, if you if you robbed it in like a clever well, okay, way. What, did did he shoot the bank teller? That's, that's a good point. Because right? if, if he took if he, if he just pulled like a fake gun or even a, just an unloaded gun. Ah, even money, then, like, you like. Put, I mean, I'm not gonna turn you in. I don't think it was right. It was like a clever wire transfer thing. You like hacked into the bank and stole no. the money that way. I suppose you're probably right. I wouldn't turn you yeah. in. Yeah. I hope Adam and Christian both hear this and know that I'm a better sibling than both of you. So I hope everybody <laughs> listening knows that we're actually just proponents of crime on the Marvel Stuff Podcast. Yes, uh, exactly. Rain free. Do anything that's not a violent crime and you have our uh, No, you're not all my brothers. So <laughs> don't go wrong. I'm not making any comment on this because I don't want to be yeah. held liable. <laughs> yeah, for legal reasons, actually don't commit any crimes. For legal reasons, actually, this is a joke. Including uh, yeah, my brothers. Probably a bad idea. Don't do that. <laughs> Absolutely. We, no, I, I, I won't turn you in. Any of you guys have the ability to do this, but all right, that's an interesting. I thought this because it made me chuckle in the show when he goes, "Is that what heroes do? Turn their moms in at Christmas?" Yeah, when they murder people, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a big deal there. You got across the line a bit. Crazy lady, you weirdo. Um, but it does remind you that it's on Christmas. Yes, coach, um, go ahead and do the do the last fight. Yeah, thank you guys oh, for leaving me the least interesting uh, of the three interactions. Oh, you thought that That's was what happens when you let us go I first. thought it was. I thought it was a good uh, setup. It was. It was well set up. It, but the first off, the fight scene itself is whatever. Um, he doesn't really try to defend himself. He does that classic, like, "Oh, now you know too much. You should have just stopped. Now I have to. Now I have to stop you. What are you going to do about it? You, you're not right. going to do anything." He gets whooped on. She puts him down. She didn't want to. That was the one part I liked, is that she was like, I don't want to. I'm not here to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. She tried to um, offer which, him like an out. Yeah, yeah, which was kind of surprising because you know she's put two and two together that he's likely responsible for her, her dad's, dad's death. Dad. Yeah. But still didn't want to hurt him. Yeah, you, you get a better feel for their relationship as the show goes on. I think I didn't appreciate that early. And maybe if I rewatch it again, you'd 
because by the end you really feel like oh this was kind of a relationship that was like close-knit they really cared about each other um it seemed but then he's dead so it doesn't matter uh which is kind of a bummer where you're like oh i kind of wish he would have been like oh maybe because i think he would have been interesting with her in her own show but uh it's unfortunate that he's gone nothing too intriguing happened in the fights she goes, she meets Kingpin later on. That's an uh, interesting storyline she, she may or may not have killed him. There's definitely gunshots. Yeah, I didn't kill him. But I if I had to Shot guess. near him. If I, I think, had to guess. I think it was really smart the way that they panned up in a way um, when that happened. Because it, really. leaves, it leaves the out for either she did kill him and he's gone, or if they want to explore that storyline more or bring Kingpin back, they have the ability to. It would be obnoxious if they didn't. Obviously, what, how annoyed would everyone mark? Oh, we're bringing back! And then it's like, oh, actually, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, no, I would put that. all of my money on a bet that he Kingpin's going to keep coming back for more stuff. Yeah, I think there's... Really, it's just a matter of how. Either it was A, he does have some sort of superhero soldier serum in this universe, which we don't know about. Definitely possible. That's mm. how he survives a shot. Or B, she, like you said, shot and missed on purpose. Um, yeah. As like a so warning. warning. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to be an important role of her show, I think is kind of what I'm curious about. I think so. Is I she going to show? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Confirmed yeah. on Disney Day. I'm excited. Echo was open. So, that was, so that's cool. I think overall, I do want to kid. What do you guys think? Did this show sell you on Echo? Ray just said she's excited, so obviously the answer for you is yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, me too. I I enjoy her character. I don't think she's the the most interesting character in this show, but she has enough intrigue that it makes sense that she's getting a show for sure. Like, yeah, there's the enough disabilities to along with you know the prosthetic limbs being highly trained, living life in a really a different world than the people around her. It's a uh, it's an interesting thing to explore in a show. What about Kay Bishop? Did we uh, did we set her up enough to be the new Hawkeye? Are we interested in it? Yes. Yes. 100%. All right. Good. Short. Simple. Uh, I I didn't love her as much as I want to, but I think it. I think she definitely has potential to grow into a very cool uh, part of the Young Avengers team thing that we're eventually going to get around. You got to wrap up the uh, the heart storyline of the of the show. Of course, he brings Kate home for Christmas. I was so happy about that. I was yeah. as soon as he got out of the car, that, I was like, yeah. "Please, please have the dog and Kate. Please have the dog and Kate. At yes. least have the dog." <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely had to because she had no family left at that point. So he brought her home, got to meet the fam, cool stuff. The kids love Lucky. No surprise there. And we get the watch reveal that I freaking called four episodes ago that uh, his wife was at some point a shield agent or shield agent adjacent whatever you want to say but yes awesome. cool reveal i did like that what i don't get is if you go back and think about it now why did they want that watch so bad they like go out of their way to like talk about wanting the watch if it just was a watch that had well they didn't reveal what was in the watch i think it's one of those think... like the spy watch type of things that has like a drive on it or something because i kind of referenced that earlier in the show well, she could it track some... it right so i think it i think it has information on it or something i know although why was it it ever why was it ever in stark tower and not just at her place but it's fine whatever it is it was but it was good yeah she used to be a hero um which is cool it is and it adds more to her and makes sense too because it's like uh, how (laughs) you think of the dating world of superheroes if you don't date another superhero how exactly are you gonna meet people yeah what's a movie star supposed to do date some nongus on the street no they date other movie stars yeah obviously (laughs) so i thought that was cool um it was like you said the best part is is that kate gets to come home be part of the family we do kind of feel this this transition we said the show ends on like a cliffhanger of what she's trying to say what her name is going to be and he's like oh i have an idea and then Title card. She's going to be the new Hawkeye, which means he's no longer Hawkeye. Well, Well, in the comics that this show is kind of based Mm. off of, they share the title. Yeah, but I have a good feeling. They're just both Hawkeye. That he's going to be a little bit less Jamie Renner around. I think Jamie Renner is going to make like almost a Nick Fury level appearance in some movies and just he's there for a few minutes here and there, but he's never the focus of anything anymore we'll which probably I see think him shoot like two more arrows is what i would say we'll yeah, fire a couple more arrows maybe in critical spots but are we okay with it do we feel like we've moved on from jeremy runner are we okay that he's yeah 
He's he was great. I enjoyed him for a while. He was my favorite Avenger, and everyone gave me crap for it. So, thank you for your service. You feel free to retire. You got a cool replacement, and so did Black Widow because Elena might be my new favorite character. Yeah, that, like as far as new characters go, uh, that friendship's going to be great. I think that's going to oh, yeah. be super super fun to explore. Um, so I love looking forward to that stuff. Is there anything else the show really kind of set you off on that you were like, yeah, I'm excited about the future? I mean, it set us up for Echo, obviously, but we already talked about that. So right, that's perfect. cool. I and, uh, where, I mean, where do we want to, where would you guys rank this, I guess, overall Marvel stuff? Might as well mm. talk about it in the, the mythos of the MCU. I rank really... it pretty high because it's rewatchable for me. It is. I, almost it could be a Christmas show that you can watch. Yeah. I will put it, I'll put it in the middle tier. Yeah, uh, if we, we seem to be, break things into thirds. It got, I don't think there's any chance it would break into my top third of things. No. I had to actually sit down and rank them. I'd say it's like top middle tier. But I think there's, I don't know if you know that. I think it's more likely it would be in my bottom tier than my top tier. But it probably would end up in middle tier if I actually had to rank everything. I straight up might put this exactly in the middle, if if not one yeah, one right. position higher than exactly would, in the middle. It, it, it was fine. Yeah, it's of all the new shows. I it, hmm. wasn't WandaVision, wasn't Falcon Winter Soldier. Liked it more than Loki, Loki, but I've got I've taken a lot of hate for how much I disliked how Loki handled things. Even though I would be curious to, yeah, I think maybe I like Loki better. I think maybe I like Loki better. It's, so that would be my my thoughts on that. Yep, good interesting show. Uh, glad I watched it. Did not didn't live up to the hype that I had for it in my head, but it did yeah. a lot of good things, and it was for a sure. well done show. And especially if you just like character development, it does that well. I think uh, a sure. lot of, I heard a lot of people were like really disappointed in the finale. And I think it's just because we're always so used to just high level stakes and it, this yeah, wasn't yeah. like a world well, saving yeah, I story. I think it that's why people were kind of like let down by it is it wasn't as big as we're used to, but I liked it. I loved. I yep. loved. It. I thought it wrapped up. It wrapped up the storyline. It mm-hmm. left openings to continue it, and I think it it wrapped together the whole series really well. But I also noticed when I went to click on that last episode, it said season finale now yeah, available. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So. Yep. I definitely think there's going to be. A I think there's going to be another Kate season. Bishop. It might just be a Kate Bishop show at that point, and Jeremy Renner's like a a role she can call sometimes, very much like a like an Alfred to Batman or a Bruce Wayne to Terry McGinnis and Batman Beyond, just yes. kind of like someone you can call up sometimes. Um, yeah, I think that's. I think that's, well, there's one other thing we need to have in the episode. Uh, in the mid credit scene, it really just. Oh God, I didn't care for it. Absolute banger. So for those who are watching. For those who are watching the podcast, not just listening, uh, I will recreate my facial expression the entire time I was watching it. Ah, she seems like she it. seems very disappointed in in this. I was shook. I was like, "What am I watching? Am I hallucinating? Is this real?" Uh, I, mean, I, was, I really, I wanted more story. I was I just so love the idea that they went out and just did an entire yeah, I appreciate I, song. So. Being in theater, I have a special appreciation for this. Um, when Tony uh, lifts up as Iron Man on the flies, yeah. um, the ropes are uh, so thick, and they're I usually know. and like they're lit to be very noticeable. Yeah. And I'm like, why is it? Why is it so easily seen? Right. The flies That's aren't the that point. visible. <laughs> and I know, I know, but it's like you're really going hard to make this as cheesy as possible. Yes. And like the costumes, Loki's costume is a green trench coat with the sleeves cut off and a black top hat with gold horns sticking out of it. Like why? So good. And the, the, the singing is is rough. Um, The dancing and choreography uh, is straight out of stereotypical Broadway. It was so weird. Um, and I'm very disappointed that at the very end, it didn't like pan to the audience and have like either Sam and Bucky watching or Yelena. That would have been funny. I thought like, there would have been something like that, and then there wasn't. That yes. would have been funny. You're right. Uh, Cause like, I, or, um, 
I would have taken just, just pans around and it's it just Scott Lang and he like leans forward to somebody and like taps him on the shoulder. He's like, hey, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Something would have been cool. I was gonna I don't know. I'm gonna just I'm gonna put my foot down. I think it's so funny because you there's only two ways you can go. You can either A go like we really tried to make it look like what a professional Broadway play would look like um about this. Or we can just be like, this is what a terrible play. Uh, would look like if we did a terrible play about this. I I'm think glad we were they trying to kind of give us the feeling of like how the Avengers would see it. How yeah. it's like really like this. No, it's so wrong. Yeah. But it's how also. Do not, how do you not love the song? Oh, I don't know. No. I mean, I think because they went the bad route, no one's like signing a petition to watch the entire musical. If yeah. they would have done a high quality thing, there would have been like a revolt. <laughs> First off, I, I would watch that if they did that whole play and they were like, we are going to hammer down. This is going to be cheesy and terrible. Oh, I would go see it. The whole time. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. No, I, I would go it. see it if they did a full production. Um, just for the sake of it. But, oh shoot, what was I going to say? I just forgot my train of thought. There it goes. But how funny would it be if they did the whole play and they just like, they purposely put people where they weren't supposed to be. They had like Instead of Loki talking like Thanos, he like talked to like you know some other weird villain yep. out in space, and they the just really went hard at being obnoxious. Okay, I he remembered what I was going to say, and I have another idea. Um, I did really, I loved that they went to the trouble of like making the show, and like we're gonna like make this production, and they're gonna do the full number. Like they're not just yes, gonna do a portion of it; they're gonna do a full number. I really did like that. That's the best um, part. But almost all, if almost if not all, of the Avengers can sing. So why do we not have this as a real thing? Because it's better as a cheesy thing. Uh, because it's that's what I think. Because I, oh my gosh, because like Scarlett Johansson can sing. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure Chris Evans can, can sing. And yeah. Chris Evans. Uh, Jeremy Renner. It's kind of hard to become a really talented actor without having those skills. It's not impossible, but Tom most Hiddleston most actors sing. have some sort of song and dance background. I don't Doesn't know if Elizabeth Olsen can sing. Nah, I'm sure she can. Uh, um, speaking Probably. of post-credit scenes, let's talk about the post-credit scene of Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, which, which dropped as its own trailer now that we get to see it. It's now it's on YouTube. Exactly the same um, as it is at the end of the movie. Right. But now that we get to watch it more than just the one time, has anyone's opinions changed? Anything new they gleaned? Any sort of new excitement? Uh, that was... Correction for a former episode of Spider Week. I said we don't know who the uh, the ominous voice is. That's the voiceover for the beginning of the trailer. It's Mordo. That's it on me. Mordo, yeah. With one watch, I thought for some reason it was a different character, and it wasn't. But no, I'm excited because why... Mordo's awesome. Who is that again? Why can't I... Mordo, he was yeah. The, he's a the friend actor. turned bad guy at the end of Doctor Strange. He was like his second okay. command. It's been a really long time since I've seen Doctor Strange, so I'm due for a rewatch on that before the next one. Yeah. Um, because honestly, I did not remember what happened to Rachel McAdams' character. So when I saw her, I was like, "Where have you been? What happened?" She continued to exist. I mean, really, we don't see a lot of her, and yeah, I'm yeah. glad she's coming back because I, I do enjoy her. So cool. Um. America is in it. Uh, you can tell just by the denim jacket with a giant star on the back. Uh, America Chavez. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. She's going really to be fun. She's going to be fun. Um, I think it'll be interesting. She can like kind of jump dimensions as well. She's with the power of America. I'm curious how much they're going to lean into that. Like, Because a lot of times in the comics, her powers are very red, white, and blue. Um, very stars and Stripes when she punches things, they it, yeah. I, I doubt they'll leave that, that far into that, but no, she is a cool not. character and another young character. It's yeah, I have nothing new really to say about it. Like I said, I'm excited for Wanda being in it. I think that's the, the more coolest part. I think a new outfit. The, the visuals look really cool. They went the what if the dark route. Doctor Strange. I'm very excited to see him further developed. Sure. Yeah, I I still don't, I don't know that I love the idea that they put the trailer at the end of the movie. I, I would have rather just had a different post credit scene and just drop the trailer somewhere else. But it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys? What are the odds? Do you think that Sylvie is going to make an appearance? Because like apparently Loki is going to be pretty in low. 
I would say pretty low, unless it's like mid credit, post credit. I I don't think she'll make an appearance in the in the movie itself. Do you think she'll be mentioned? Yes, yeah. I think that Loki will mention like, oh, we also kind of broke this, and then you'd be like, yeah. there's gonna be the realization that oh, there's a lot of things that broke this timeline at the same time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel See, like that's gonna happen. I don't know if you guys have seen Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes. yes. Okay. Of, one of my favorite shows. Whenever it comes to the breaking of the multiverse, a lot of people reference um, Parks and Rec, the okay, who broke it scene, yeah. uh, where they're all blaming each other. But I picture uh, the t- the TVA being Jake Peralta, and mm-hmm. it's the lineup, and he says, okay, which one broke the multiverse? And they're like, I don't know, but I heard them singing the song, I Want It That Way. <laughs> Uh, the lineup of the most singing i just don't know who would be the who would be number five i would love indy sandberg being in the mcu (laughs) yeah as an an aside i would love that as well um i have one last question for the group to uh to kick off our our transition from spider-man into dr strange's marvel the madness uh universe thing but instead of you guys telling me which character is definitely going to be and Doctor Strange, because we already know all the characters, obviously. Yeah, there's I mean, gonna be we... a lot of universes that they're gonna travel to. They're gonna go a lot of places. Uh huh. Josh, where are they definitely gonna go in Doctor Strange's multiverse of madness of No Way Home to Upstartville of Doctor Strangeness? Yep. Uh, got it confirmed. They're gonna be going to Toontown, which is gonna be, you know, if you haven't seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit, they're gonna have both the Walt Disney's characters and Bugs Bunny and the Looney Tunes pretty much a big deal because that contract was a was a one picture deal and they uh they worked it out so even so disney owns marvel so obviously the disney characters are going to be in it but we're going to toontown and we're gonna we're gonna see all of them it's gonna travel into the cartoons where else i thought you i thought you were gonna say the one that i know uh i know they're going to tatooine tatooine yes excellent an excellent universe um really just trying to bring in all the money with that I think they might show that in a trailer eventually because you really just want to get the crossover. I mean, if if they learned anything from the Star Wars universe, is like go to the sand planet as often as possible, and that's yeah. You know, everything starts take, off take at a sand planet. Yeah. Why does everyone want to go to Jakku? I don't. Just... <laughs> it's like the only kid line. Them, those movies are okay. Um, yeah. So as we're hopping universes, the, it, it dawned on me. So I thought, and I reached out to Kevin Feige, and I said, "Hey, this would make sense, right?" And he goes, yeah, that makes perfect sense. That's why we did it. Uh, if you've never played the game's Kingdom Hearts, ah. it's its its own universe that jumps between all the Disney movies. So they're actually just going to jump directly into the Kingdom Hearts universe. So that way, throughout the movie, they can just visit every Disney world they want to. It's going to be an absolute bonk. This is a 12 and a half hour long movie. Um, that part's been confirmed. So has it been confirmed? Will Doctor Strange be wielding the Keyblade? Did Did you get that information? I don't think he he's worthy. Um, I think uh, Doctor Strange, you know, he tries to, but he's got too much darkness in his heart. Um, you know, he turns into it's going to be great. Uh, absolute bonkers, twelve and a half hour long movie. We're just going to explore a ton of things. I cannot wait for Doctor Strange's yeah. multiverse of madness to No Way Home, uh, Darknessville, which is going to oh, be wild. Um. Uh, in terms of Spider-Man, uh, a thought occurred to me yesterday, and I I need an opinion. So, at the end, Peter asks Doctor Strange to cast a spell to make everybody forget who Peter Parker is, yep. because people are coming through because they know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yes, we all saw the movie. And no <laughs> then people know who Spider-Man is, but they yes. don't remember Peter. Correct. True story. Why could he not have asked Doctor Strange to make everyone forget Spider-Man? Because or forget that he is Spider-Man. Well, we don't want to completely get rid of all the money they spent on those other movies. <laughs> His adventures yeah. had to have meant something. Well, yeah, no, they answer. just they just wouldn't remember that Spider-Man was there. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know because then you have to... save a lot of problems. Well, no, I like the secret identity. You still movie. go out and save people, with Spider-Man. Then you just have to read his rediscover who he is i think it's it's easier they already know that spider-man exists who knows we'll get to see more i'm sure we'll get to explore more uh thank you guys for joining us 
we don't have a show to talk about next week, so we'll but we'll still be here. I promise. Yep, we'll um, do a filler of some sort. We're gonna do some sort of fun. I was thinking about bringing back the marvelous quiz. You guys seem to have responded Ooh, well to that, so I might come back and we'll do a little more quiz talk and see how well you guys know the Marvel universe as it expands and expands. Uh, so look forward to that. Thank you guys for joining. As always, like, subscribe, share, check out the podcast. Check out Josh Kennedy from Facebook's podcast, Radioactive Ooh, hey, Paper Hey, yeah, Cuts. Radioactive Paper Cuts. If you're a Witcher fan, uh, hop on there. Coach uh, Coach, talks some Witcher with me with my buddy Rachel. We, we're deep into that stuff. So we just appreciate all you guys are doing. Continue to share it around. It's just getting bigger and bigger, and that's all thanks to you guys. Um, but until next week, just, you know, try not to have too much fun with us. We, have, we don't want you guys getting in trouble out there. <laughs>